What's up, Pickleballers? Today's guest is Rafael Filippini. He is the CEO of Gearbox, the mastermind, the evil genius behind these new Pro Series paddles that we're going to talk about. Rafa, it's great to have you on the pod. Awesome, Tyler. Glad to be here. Uh, that's quite the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. So, um, uh, yeah, no, certainly. Um, yeah, happy to be here. And thank you. So what is the most like if you were to bottom line this into the three most important things people need to know about this new pro series, what are they? I, I think the, the best way to sum this paddle up is that we have taken every aspect of the game, you know, that a player is looking for in a paddle. And what, I, what do I mean by that? Power, control, um, they have spin, uh, weight, uh, weight for maneuverability, the rotational weight, which is something new that people are talking about. So with this paddle, we took every category and maximized it so you can feel the entire benefit of the paddle. And I think that is what is truly separating this new line and particularly the, the power paddles because they just have that little extra uh, power. And where in the past, some paddles may have power, but you can't control it or they have a lot of control and they don't have the power or, or they have spin, but, you know, uh, also lack power or, or other areas or the size of the sweet spot. So uh, with these paddles, we've maximized every area. And so you are every ball that you're hitting. It's just um, yeah, as close to perfection as you can be in today's you know uh paddle so or, or, or where the game is today so i think that makes a player uh appreciate the, the product so much better and, and, and it's such an easier um uh, transition and and it makes you as the player um a better player just instantly because you're maximizing every even if you miss off center it doesn't matter the ball's still going to travel at a at a you know, uh, reasonable rate and you're going to have a, a straight shot. You're going to have plenty of spin. And, and so there's a lot of mar or, or larger uh, margin for, for error, but you still look like you're hitting the sweet spot most of the time. <laughs> so I would say that would be the number one uh, factor and contributor to this new line. I mean, that's phenomenal. And as a player, I feel like we're always looking to get better, always looking for that next paddle. These paddle reviews have been tremendous. How were you able to accomplish that? Well, honestly, the uh, it's the tech, uh, the technology that goes behind it, the design. Um, I've always been a proponent of using carbon fiber or fibrous materials, whether it's you know carbon fiber or Kevlar or... Uh, um fiberglass and other type of fibrous materials but in, in the technique so rather than doing a sandwich structure like honeycomb which are you know very rudimentary i, I would say now we're, we're getting into more complicated structures more like a carbon fiber bike you'll, you'll see it in you know if formula one cars or or just higher performance um techniques and, and and materials to to maximize the performance of the product wow unreal rafa 
And this SST core is slightly different than the SST cores of the past. Can you talk about this one? I, I know you've touched on it before, but could you shine light on this one? We we have, uh, I guess, matched what the players are looking for today in, in terms of performance, uh, power control, spin, and all of those things. So our our initial core was, I mean, we we built it initially to solve a problem about six, seven years ago which were paddles were breaking all of the time. So we built the core to prevent, you know, delamination, the voids that were uh, occurring on the paddles, the separation of the, of, of the face ply to, to the uh, honeycomb core. And then six years ago, I mean, paddles, you'd stare at it kind of long enough. You could almost, you know, break it just by staring at, you know, around the throat <laughs> area. So, <laughs> you know, uh, but, but now, uh, so there's a lot of breakage issues. So that was sort of the first um, solution with the SST is make a durable paddle that didn't break down. It performed well. Um, I think it was probably a little bit ahead of its time in terms of the power and the thing. So, um, yeah, so, so the difference of today's uh, SST core is that we've matched it to be softer, to absorb more energy and return at the same time. Uh, and then we quieted it down and then we uh, put, you know, put the necessary speed back into the ball that the, today's players, you know, what they're requesting or, or what they're looking for in the game. And, and not only that, we've also maximized the spin, increased the size of the sweet spot. And uh, how did we do it? We did it with, the manipulation of further manipulation of fiber angles that you know I've talked about in the past, and you know there's a lot of videos online on fiber angles and and, and uh, stiffness and bending and torsion and things like that. So, um, and then the uh, on the pro paddle the or the the, the pro uh, power paddle, we went even further and created micro uh, sort of. Uh, micro core, right? So we divided the cores instead of being a single core throughout the whole paddle, we created seven micro cores. So there's like different cores inside the paddle. So that allows it, it they're, they're broken up into sections. So it allows the ball to kind of have this independent feel. So by, by breaking up the core that way, we get rid of twist. Uh, so we can have a very low weight or, or, or rotational uh, weight. And, and keep a very stable paddle. And, and um, so, yeah, mainly it was the manipulation of the SST. We broke it up into sections. We've added materials to quiet it down. We've added uh, damp, damping materials, damp, uh, damper materials to uh, reduce vibration. And I think all of those things working together create this feel and, and uh, obviously the performance that you're seeing in these pro paddles. And speaking of weights, this paddle comes in at eight ounces flat. I know in the past it was 8.5. So what made you guys go for the eight mark this time around? Well, we did that because um, I want to give players a base because a few years ago, I would say two years ago, you talked about lead and weighing up the paddles with, you know, uh, some kind of, a you know, metal, whether it's, um, you know, lead is the, the most common, but uh, people weren't really dialed into 
weighing up their paddles or you know manipulating the weight with additional um external adding you know lead in this case um but today i think most people understand that they can take a base paddle at eight ounces and begin to manipulate the balance the you know adding weight away from the center of the paddle to create make it more stable add weight to the top to uh, increase the swing weight for more power so we left that at eight ounces to provide uh, at minimum a half ounce of uh, play, you know, to customize the paddle to get it more uh, to what you like. Um, so if you're looking for more stability, then add weight at the sides. If you're looking for more power, add weight at the top. You know, you're looking for just more even balance and and more control and stable paddle and add it near the, you know, the throat area or above the throat. So, yeah, it gives you a lot more customization features to really dial this palette into to your style of play. Okay, that's a fantastic answer. Makes a lot of sense. And then as far as the handle, the thickness this one is thicker than handles in the past, is correct? No, they're actually three and five eighths below, but we okay. have the okay. covers that go in. So everything we mold, we mold into three and five eighths. So if you want, uh, there's players that are coming in from badminton, from racquetball, uh, table tennis. They're not used to the uh, tennis size sort of handles, sure. right? Four and a quarter up to four and three, you know, three quarters. So um we we made it at four ounces i mean four ounces four four uh inches in circumference and um so that i think it's a very again you know broad it, it covers 70 percent of the market and they're comfortable with that if you want to build it up you can certainly build it up by adding um you know some ad one additional wrap maybe a you, you wrap a uh one of the um uh, the thin uh, wraps to, you know, to prevent sweat and, and uh, overwrap, they call it. And um, so you can do that and and, and that increases. And, and generally, most people are comfortable with that. But those that are looking for further customization, again, they can do it. And if you want to make it smaller, unwrap the grip, take the covers off. And now you've got um, a, a paddle with, with a handle that's going to, uh, you know, be more in line with a badminton racquetball and, and those smaller handles interesting okay so from the base four inches you can remove the cover and and take off something and then rewrap it and and that kind of takes off some inches or or a quarter inch yes wow. yes yes it does yeah and wow. and that's the molded that's the carbon fiber when you remove those covers now you've that's our base carbon fiber molded uh section and and uh and then with the covers we actually and we're I, I have some prototype covers that i did that you know you can rather than wrapping more uh grips uh you're going to be able to just switch these covers out and, and make different sizes so well i want four and a quarter well then take that's cover cool. you know, you know, i want Four and an eighth will take cover B kind of a thing, right? Mm, yeah, it'll like make it, it easy, uh, easy customization. Yeah, cool, cool. Really like it. The most requested question. I don't know if you're going to believe this, but people think it's this paddle is so overpowered. Is there any risk of this getting banned? Well, you know, I, I obviously we didn't talk about um, what the interview was going to be about, but I. I kind of had a hunch that uh, we might get the question. You know, it, it speed, wasn't right? even coming from me. It was just a, it was a, 
totally a fan question. This yeah. was what people wanted to hear. Yeah. So let me share. And and, and, and people can find this with John Q's. Um, if you look at his uh, his review of the paddle, he's a more technical individual. He went in and actually, you know, put in data for uh, miles per hour on serve. He did data on punch volleys, you know, for uh, how hard the, the paddle hit. And he also did spin rates. And so he, he got into the technical side of it and we did not pay him. We do not, you know, this is, these are things that an individual is doing on his own. Right. And he's providing this information uh, back to the industry. So, yeah, we, we've been getting, uh, you know, it's like, wow, this, this paddle is powerful. And, and it is powerful. Um, it is uh, a, a paddle that uh, I would say, and, and here, rather than me saying, I, I, can I share my screen here and show you? That'd be awesome. Uh, speed, a miles per hour was 59.7, and then 59 miles an hour was uh, actually 58.8 was the lowest of uh, these EVA non-legal paddles. Our, our paddles, the, the two pro paddles came in at 57.7 and 57.9, which is one, I'm going to say one mile an hour less, right? And then we had our control paddles that came in at 56. And then the the next paddle that is the fastest paddle, you know, according to his um, uh, report here, he has an Electrum E model at 55.6. So we're essentially two miles an hour faster than the fastest paddle, you know, that's on this list. And then the, the one right after, subsequent to that Electrum, they have a Pro Drive Ghost, a Pro Drive Carbon, and those are all, it's 55.8, 55.7, 55.6, 55.6, you know, just, they're all right in that range. We came in, you know, two miles an hour more. The next section that he has, he has a punch volley list and, in the punch volley list, um, I'm pulling that one up. We're actually not the fastest paddle there either. So um, uh, in the punch volley list, he has paddles that are, I'm going to pull up the one with our our data in it. But actually, the, the fastest paddle uh, in the punch volley list is the Pro Kenex uh, Ace Pro, which okay. is at 37.4, <laughs> right? Our gearbox power fusion is at 36.8 and in our elongated is at 36.6 and 35. And, and, and the others are right around that same range. Um, actually, Selkirk has uh, a paddle that's you know right around 35. And the point that I'm getting at is we're right within range of paddles that exist already. Sure. And, and this is the point that I made before is. It's not that we're faster or that much faster, or, or in fact, in the punch volleys, you know, we have less power according to John's data, you know. So, and and we're two miles an hour faster on when you're driving the ball, right? If you're in the back and you drive it, it's two miles an hour, but we're not. Yeah, we're we're inching on the uh, illegal EVA paddles, but but we're well below. We we sort of according to him, we found our own little group, right? We're in be right. you have EVA legal paddles. And then you have the fastest uh, honeycomb paddles. And then we found our little niche. 
just it's right above it. So credit to you, credit to your your design skill. I mean, this paddle, everyone, it, everyone's talking about it. So uh, very well done.